Hello and welcome to the MTM Vegas podcast. I'm Sean Coomer, your host, joined as always by MTM's managing editor, Mark Osterman. We have a great show for you this week. As a reminder, you can watch this entire show along with all the visuals that go with it at youtube.com forward slash miles to memories. We have a great show this week. Adele, you can't buy her. Fourth of July on Fremont Street. How did it go? Another shooting. What are they going to do about it? We found out a new venue coming to Horseshoe, Las Vegas into the former sportsbook area. Do you want to get paid to test the best of Las Vegas buffets? Pizza Fest and Elvis Fest coming to Vegas. Plus, the airport's viewing areas reopen. Virgin Hotels has its first major casualty and more. You don't want to miss the show. As a reminder, if you love this show, consider giving us a five-star review in Apple Podcasts. It helps us out a lot. Sorry for this week's day-late release. We had a conflict in recording schedules, but I hope it was worth the wait. Thanks so much for listening. Let's hit it. So, Mark, did you see that... uh... You know, we talked about Aria's $25 bottle of Fiji water a couple weeks ago, and apparently Encore Beach Club, you know, uh, decided to one-up them. $25 for a plastic uh, bottle of tap water, uh, apparently. Uh, plastic cup. <laughs> Just yeah. a cup full of tap water. Yeah, I guess, you know, they got need that money to keep the pool's pee and fecal matter clean, I guess. So maybe that's why, or maybe, maybe they need to, like, sanitize the water before. Before they can hand it out, I don't know. That's just insane. Like, if you're ordering, especially if you're ordering drinks already, that they would charge for water. I understand if you're not drinking anything and you're just, but still, you're paying to get in. So what does it matter? I don't know. Yeah, somebody said that a hack for that is to ask for a cup of ice, which apparently they'll give you for free, and then let the ice melt. I don't know. But people say we're too negative about this stuff. But uh, we got some positive stuff coming up later in the show. But we had to had to mention that. All right, Mark. Uh, we have a lot to talk about this week. Tons of stories. But let's start with Adele saying that you can't buy her, um, sort of justifying her uh, residency being canceled. And there's still no official word on a rescheduling. There was talk about it going to Planet Hollywood. But she said, you can't buy me. You can't buy me for nothing. I'm not going to just do a show because I have to or because people are going to be let down or because we're going to lose loads of money. How about because your fans like paid money and traveled places and made plans and did everything based on you? being a professional i don't know it seems very uh tone deaf yeah and the, like the the saying like you can't buy me for nothing is like the opposite of what you wanted to say <laughs> it's like it's gonna cost <laughs> to buy me i don't know it just came out weird but yeah the fact like if you would have canceled a month before or something you know where people could cancel their flights and stuff but the fact that you did it like on the eve when people were already in town that's a totally different thing like you should refund all those people all their airplanes and if you don't care about money then you should give them all that money. You know, like that's the type of stuff that you should care about. And the fact that people were upset, you should care about that. That's your fans. That's how you make your living. So it is very tone deaf. I get what she's saying. Like I wanted to put on a good show and this wasn't good enough. So I'm not worried about losing money. Okay. But you should still feel bad for all the people that were looking forward to it and spent money and time and everything like that. I agree. I, I see her artistic sort of point of view of it, but also you haven't rescheduled anything yet. Um, you know, who knows if she will. So uh, it's still a big mess there. But fans are still upset even, that she would you even come. want her if you're if you're Caesars. Like, I know she's a big name, but at this point, I'd be like, you know what? We're going to sue you. You pay us. Peace out. Well, they want her and then they want her to open four Adele restaurants at all their properties, you know. Oh, strip, yeah. So. <laughs> yeah, that's a joke. It's <laughs> like, no, dude. Hey, Planet Hollywood's open, Chris Angel. Come on in. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so some other uh, crazy news, but did you see the uh, the fireworks? There was, uh, I saw on social media, Legacy Club at Circa put up a video 
of the fireworks over at Plaza that you can see look spectacular. And there was a number of great fireworks shows around the valley. I, I talked to one of our viewers who is at the M Resort on the other end of town, said the fireworks there were spectacular. All the station casinos did fireworks, stuff like that. So it looks like a lot went well on the 4th of July, but there was another shooting on uh, Fremont Street as well. And uh, somebody got shot in the butt, apparently. I thought you said you were going to do positive stories today. <laughs> we're getting these out of the way. We're getting these out of the way. Uh, there is some good stuff, fun stuff coming up. But yeah, no, and we've talked about this in the past, like Fremont Street Experience, what it used to be like kind of cool, under, you know, populated, like something people didn't really know about. And now it's basically what the strip, people used to go there to get away from the strip, and now it's worse than the strip. So this isn't surprising. I know that they've talked about adding more security and stuff, which I understand and, and is needed, but it also is going to add pain to getting in there. And then, you know, getting on Fremont Street Experience is one thing, but like, how are you going to do it from the casinos when people enter, you know, enter Circa getting dropped off by uh, Uber and then walk through the casino out to Fremont Street? Like, it just seems like there's, it's too big and too massive to really do anything more than put on a play of uh, sorts, I guess. Well, they can put increased police presence. So uh, Mayor Goodman and uh, I think the city council and the leaders of the Fremont Street casinos all met trying to come up with some new rules or maybe strategies to figure out how they can fix this. I know that they're, imp they're thinking about implementing a 21 and over curfew on, uh, on nighttime. So that might be something that, that comes. <laughs> I'm tired of seeing kids in strollers at midnight. Like, I'm, I mean, I'm not trying to judge people, but I'm going to judge you. Like, that shouldn't. That shouldn't be a thing. Like, you don't need to be there that bad, okay? Like, you have a child. <laughs> yeah, I think it could be a good thing. Um, I don't know that it's going to change stuff. I mean, uh, some of these people have been young, uh, but there's certainly people over 21 that are fighting. But they've also said that they're going to make sure that they prosecute things to the fullest extent of the law, and they're going to up patrols in the area. So hopefully things will get better. Shootings happen everywhere. You know, it's it's... Always sad to see them happening in Vegas. We've had them on the Strip, a couple of big high-profile ones on Fremont Street. Uh, but that kind of tarnished, I think, the 4th of July down there, which which sucked because it's usually a pretty cool place to celebrate. Yeah, and what happened with people just fighting, like, with fists and be done with, like, you, you know, you get beat up, you move on or whatever. Like, everybody burns it off and, and that's it. Like, we don't need to escalate it to this level. It just doesn't make sense, but... Sad to see for sure. Hopefully they get it figured out. You know, it's kind of crazy down there, but it's such a cool place and experience, or it can be, that uh, I'd like to see them, you know, do something to correct that. Now, the experience is paid for by all the casinos, right? Like, they own it? Yeah, there's a corporation that uh, manages it, uh, and all the casinos are shareholders in the... Uh, yeah, just the imagine, like, well. the liability they have going on right now and, like, the lawsuits that could happen when a stray stray bullet hits somebody or or whatever and the fact that they're not really doing anything. So the fact that they didn't step it up already is, is kind of crazy, but hopefully they figure it out. All right, so on to brighter and better things. We've talked about the transition of Bally's to Horseshoe. Is this the parking fees? <laughs> <laughs> no, that... That's only at the end, just a few seconds, because, you know, I get tired of talking about the, that kind of stuff. No, this is, did you see the rumor uh, that came out that there was going to be a Dave & Buster's opening at Bally slash Horseshoe in the space that the old sports book uh, was in? Uh, that area it used to be a theater, of course, so it's kind of a sort of a big voluminous space, and it's closing, and if you don't know where it's at, you got to go, like, down into the basement and all the way back to the food court, so it's kind of detached from the casino. 
It's not going to be Dave and Buster's. I guess it's going to be Caesar's knockoff of Dave and Buster's called Arcade. So, uh, yeah, I mean, uh, rumors were somewhat true. Like, they can't even call it Barcade. It's just Arcade. <laughs> oh, come on now. Come on now. That's. <laughs> but no, uh, like, I think Dave and Buster's might have been a better idea because people would have name recognition with that. And at least it would draw, you know, some some families in and stuff like that where this is maybe themed more towards adults. So I think they had a miss there. You know, we've always talked about in the 90s how you worked at the arcade at MGM and stuff and how we missed that somewhat. And that would have been an option to have something for families to draw them to Bally's. So I think that was kind of a miss. Um, I love a barcade as much as the next person. So I hope it's successful. It is in such a weird area and hard to find. I don't think it will be. And then that space is pretty massive to say like 80 games. That seems... Seems like not very many games for such a huge space. I don't know. Did you notice that? Did that seem like very light to you? Yeah, it's seven thousand square feet. So I'm I'm assuming they're going to be bigger games. But yeah, it seems like it should be more than eighty games. Um, I wonder if it's just they want to use this space because it's so detached from the casino more as like a multi-use for family and for adults. You know, you have that the mini golf down there as well. So. Yeah, I don't know, but hopefully it'll be cool. I mean, I'm imagining it's going to be just like Dave and Buster's. Yeah, so it's uh, another one of the things that's uh, going on there as they change you know it what, over. You know what ruined arcades? Ticket what? machine, ticket machines, and redemption, and those crappy toys. Like, bring back the old. If it was like an '80s arcade, that'd be cool. Like, bring back the old stuff, the coin-operated machines, not tickets. We don't need more junk. <laughs> so the next thing I wanted to talk about is buffets. So uh, we've known a lot of changes with buffets, but there's this one company, Time to Play, that's holding a contest or they're having people apply. They will pay you, fly you to Las Vegas. You get to eat in four of the nicest buffets, Win, Wicked Spoon, Bacchanal, and the buffet at Bellagio. Sounds like a, a dream trip come true. Would you do it? Uh, yeah, I mean, they're paying like 1500 bucks too, so I'd do it for that. I'm not a big buffet person. I don't ever get the value out of it, really, so... I wouldn't be super excited to eat at the buffets, but, you know, I'll take a free trip, <laughs> free rooms, and free money. Like, yeah, let's go. But as far as, the, you know, our friend PDX Deals guy, he, he'd probably live in the buffet. He'd, like, die. This would be dream come true. But, yeah, I, those are the best buffets. So if you're going to do it, that's the way to do it, I guess. So you're going to get round-trip airfare on Southwest Airlines. As you said, uh, $1,500. Right, I'm out. I'm out. <laughs> $1,500. Four nights at an unnamed casino hotel on the Strip. That's a little concerning. You get luxuriously soft Lululemon sweatpants, and then you get, Which, I guess, admission to the four buffets. <laughs> I saw that. And I thought it was so weird. I guess you're supposed to wear them while you're eating. I don't know. But uh, yeah, the Southwest, and then they're going to put you up at uh, Excalibur. So maybe this isn't such a great deal. <laughs> <laughs> now, the only question on the application that you have to answer is, what makes you the perfect Las Vegas casino buffet tester so i imagine they're looking for the most creative answer mark probably is out uh with his answer that he doesn't like lie. buffets but i can lie <laughs> all right so we're going to talk about what you do like and that's elvis and pizza um there's elvis fest is going on this weekend it's been kind of uh postponed i think since uh, basically because of covid um this is the biggest kind of gathering of elvis impersonators in a long time happening this weekend that this comes out, so July, I think, uh, 8th through the 10th at Westgate, which is where uh, Elvis did so many shows back when it was the International in the Las Vegas Hilton. Yeah, it's kind of fun to see. I, I made me want to pop over there, go see if I can find uh, some Elvi uh, going around. 
Do they all have their uh, Elvis impersonator card, or are they going to get charged by that company, like the <laughs> wedding chapels? Like, yeah, the, the lawyer of the company is just going to be there and just to serve them with lawsuit papers. <laughs> is this just a trap for them to get all these fees? Like, hey, sir, where's your card? Let me see. Um, but no, that's cool. You know, throwback to Vegas, old school Vegas. So I think it's cool they do it. And Westgate, you know, is a, a, a hotel and casino and stuff we don't really ever talk about. And something that's overlooked, but I love, you know, Benihana. Yes, it's a chain restaurant in Vegas, but I think it's the coolest Benihana in the country. So definitely check it out. Even if you don't eat there, like go in and you walk in and it's like a little mini Japanese rustic town that you're sitting in basically. So go have a drink at the bar. It's really cool. It's uh, it's definitely worth the trip out there. Yeah, especially uh, this weekend with all the with all the Elvi there. Now, the other fest that I want to talk about is happening in November. And I know you have to be tempted uh, for this one. Um, it is the Pizza Fest, November 12th, 2022, from 1 to 4 p.m. You buy a ticket. Tickets are on sale now. As they sell more tickets, they raise the price. But I think there's going to be over 20 different pizza places. Um, some of them really famous, like Good Pie, Pizza Rock, Metro Pizza, Evil Pie, quite a few others. Some good Detroit pizza on there as well. Are you tempted to, to come to Vegas for it? <laughs> it's where uh, like four different people try to murder Detroit pizza and try to make it. No, uh, I think it's a cool <laughs> event. <laughs> it's a cool event. Uh, what is it? 45 bucks right now for per person. You get to try as much pizza as you want. So definitely don't eat for a day or two before because if you're trying to get 45 bucks worth of pizza in yourself, it's going to take a bit. But that is kind of cool that you can try them all in one place instead of travel around. And then I found it weird. The VIP that you get in a little bit earlier. So I guess you get more pizza and you get unlimited drinks and stuff. It's $105. I found 105 to be kind of a weird price point. Like just make it 100 or But I didn't realize that they up it as people sign up. So maybe that's why it's at 105 now. Yeah, they have like different tiers, three different tiers of tickets. So once the first tier sets out, it goes up to the higher price. And uh, yeah, give it a try. I mean, the, yeah, the VIP, you get the extra hour plus the drinks. And uh, as they say, you get unlimited samples of Detroit, Sicilian, New York, and a dozen other Detroit unique styles of pizza. See how Detroit was first? <laughs> that's important. Um, yeah, I, I don't even know if I'd want the beer because it's just going to fill you up and that's less pizza that, that you can cram down there. So I don't know if that's such a good idea. Maybe just... Stick with the regular and, you know, pay your 25 cent, 25 bucks for water and eat the pizza. But at least you could get the definitive answer, definitive answer as to what is the best Vegas pizza by uh, going there. Because I think uh, most of the contenders are going to be there. So we'll put a link in the description if you want to go check it out. We have no affiliation with them, but it just, you know, sounds cool to us. Another bit of good news is that the airport viewing area on Sunset Road... I don't know if you've ever been to this, but there's this cool little parking lot. It's adjacent to the runway, so you can literally watch planes take off and land right next to you. It's been closed all throughout COVID, and uh, they never budgeted to reopen it because they need like security guards and to clean the trash cans, all that. But the airport just said that they put it into their new fiscal year budget. It's now reopened uh, 9 a.m. to 9 p.m., it seems like right now. I'll go out there and uh, maybe film it, but it's uh, it's a cool spot, and a place I know a lot of locals like to go. If you're into plane spotting, definitely uh, worth checking out. So what do you, what do you do for a living? Oh, I uh, I watch people watch planes. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. There's a lot of people in our audience that love watching planes. No, I know, but it's just funny that they have like security out there and stuff. Like they have to pay somebody to be out there. Like I know it's an airport, so you have to secure it and everything. But it just seems kind of funny. Um, but no, I, a lot of people love that and, and be cool. Like go pick up some 
some food and sit there and eat it and, and definitely a, a good option something you don't really see i mean most of the time you can't get that close to planes taking off and landing so i think that is that's cool that they opened it back up yeah it's a great perspective it's a great space and it's a neat place to stop if you're there it's on sunset kind of near eastern um, but it's uh, not far from the strip if you have a car and not far it's on basically the south side of the airport so check it out all right we have a few other quick stories to cover First, uh, we talked about Virgin Hotels a few weeks ago, a video from a Friday night, struggling really badly, not a lot of people there. And we have a casualty, Money Baby, which is sort of that sports lounge, sports book bar area. A lot of good reviews of that place, but it, uh, it closed abruptly out of business. I was going to say, isn't this the place that like all of a sudden a whole bunch of vloggers and Twitter personalities around Vegas, like on the same day or two, were like, Oh, Money Baby's great. I had a great time. Fun, fun. And propped it up. And then it's dead like three months later. I, I just found that kind of interesting, I, w- I should say. I saw, I haven't been there, but I've seen a lot of good social media stuff from even when it opened. It looked like a cool space. It looked kind of hip and neat. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I wouldn't be surprised if they were, you know, advertising via influencer as we see so often in the Vegas space. Which, and that's been kind of Virgin's MO since the beginning, you know, when they flew in all those influencers to to try to do this, like taking pictures of them in the desert, which had nothing to do with Virgin. So it's more of their type of thing. So I, I just saying like, don't always believe what you're seeing on, on Twitter and, and YouTube and all that stuff when people recommend something. But um, no, it did. It does look cool. Like the pictures I've seen, it, it looks like a cool place. And Virgin, it was one of the kind of places that has a little bit of vibe looking to it. You know, like the, uh, what is it? The shag room that we went to that was really cool. And that was like the only other place that really had a vibe in Virgin. Um, it was also not very busy, but it's just sad that they can't get anybody out there. And it was such a popular uh, destination before, you know, they just really messed up. I don't, I don't see it working out. They're going to end up selling it. I think they have to, or bring somebody else in. Definitely. You're going to see other operators come in and maybe we'll get that right combination of venues. I mean, it's not uncommon for hotels to turn over venues. I mean, we're talking about, you know, Bally's and they're doing this huge transformation. So they haven't figured it out clearly, but, um, you know, hopefully the next venue that moves in maybe does a little bit better. Um, did you see the the news that my beloved Dollar Loan Center, that arena that they built down the street for me, which now has minor league hockey, arena football, and now it's going to get an NBA G League team. Uh, the Ignite are apparently, or it's rumored, but seemed like it was pretty solid, are going to move to Henderson uh, to play in the uh, in the Dollar Loan Center. So, NBA G League, here we come. I, have you ever seen an NBA G League game? Uh, no, I mean, I watched a couple on TV when somebody from like Michigan State's playing in them, uh, but not in a few years. So I'm just, you know, it's weird with all these minor league teams that Vegas is like coming into Vegas. You have the soccer team and everything like that. Can they support it with all the new professional teams? Like before, no doubt, you didn't have the professional team. So this was kind of a way to see sports in town. But now you have all that and then you're adding these and then rumors of adding other you know, pro teams, it's like you're going to get to a point where you just don't have enough dollars going around to to get people in the stands. And maybe, you know, the G League doesn't even need to sell tickets. Like it's just kind of baked in with the, the TV revenue and stuff and the, the cost isn't that much. But that's what I'm kind of worried about. The cool thing is they're all you're getting three sports in one facility. So at least you're using that, maximizing that potential. So that's good. Yeah, I think it's great for Henderson that they got this brand new facility name aside. Um, and that uh, they're filling it up with actual sports program. All we thought when they were building it was it was a hockey arena. Then they surprised us with arena football and now the NBA G League. 
I guess I should say for people who don't know, NBA G League is like the AAA baseball of the NBA. It's good to see it. Still no NBA news for Las Vegas, official NBA news. Hopefully we'll get that soon. All right, last story, as you alluded to earlier, MGM raised pricing on their parking here in Las Vegas. They kind of standardized it across all of their casinos. It's now going to be $18 for <laughs> 24 hours at uh, all their Vegas properties for self-parking and uh, even more, I think, like I pay, t- up 24 I pay, and up for Valley. <laughs> I pay less to park at the airport, like right next to the terminal. Like, that's insane. It, I, I don't get it. it Around here, they'll charge on, you know, if a game day or whatever, if you don't have a player card to show them, they'll they'll charge you for that, like, 20 bucks, which I understand. But all you have to do is show a player card. And then there's other ones I've been to in, like, Ohio and stuff that if you gamble for an hour or whatever, you just swipe your card when you leave and it's free, or you swipe it at a machine and they give you a, a voucher to, to scan on your way out. I don't know why they don't do something like that. I know they're trying to negate, you know, locals coming in or whatever. Well, not even locals, but people driving in. And just parking and and then walking around but not spending money on property. So make it so that they get something you know back if they spend on property. It, it just seems so short-sighted to me. I don't know. And just a few years ago, parking was free at all these places. They said, oh, we need parking fees to be able to keep the infrastructure up and improve the technology. They added all those like lights at the top, stuff like that. Um, and then they just keep <laughs> Which raising Which nobody it. knows what they do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's... Uh, they just keep raising the price, though. $18 is a lot. Now, I guess we should mention there are ways to get around it at MGM. Um, if you have Pearl status, which you can get with their credit card, uh, you get free parking. If you're military active duty, you can get a special military card that gets you Pearl status and free parking. Uh, if you get the World of Hyatt credit card, that gives you Explorer status, which will match to uh, MGM, which you can then get free parking. And uh, those are, I think, the three best ways. Did I miss anything? No, I think that's it. Um, and then locals is a little bit cheaper for parking. Is that? What? I think locals are three hours free still. That's been the case since COVID. I think that's still going on. So those longer nights, you're going to end up paying. I'll put a link into the full parking guide that they've made that shows everybody all the damage that's done every time they go. But don't pay for parking. Find ways to, to skip it. Yeah, there's still a few places you can park for free on the Strip, uh, Resorts World, Wynn, stuff like that. Uh, Drop has a lot of free parking spaces. So there are ways around it. It's sad to see that the Miracle Mile shop in Plant Hollywood now charges, which that had been for free forever. And that's probably the best location for it. But, you know, it is what it is. And I understand it. certain properties like Luxor and stuff on a Raiders game, I could understand because a lot of people park and walk over. But Well, of course, they could take the Vegas Loop, which is a story we're not covering today. I'll cover should, that on they, next they week's episode. A, they should do a loop out to a parking structure. There you go. And then it would be useful. Well, at least now the Vegas Loop has one station open. That's a tease for for the next episode where I'll talk more about it. But for now, I think that's going to do it for us. Uh, I'm back here in Vegas. I hope hope you went down there and rode it by then. Get us some video. I I might. I might. So uh, you're going to be off this next week. So enjoy your vacation. I'm back home in Vegas getting ready for Amazon Prime Day. So that'll be fun. And uh, then get out. I got stays at Cosmo, some other stuff coming up next week. So lots of good stuff coming. Yeah, if you're shopping on Amazon or Amazon Prime, we'll put our Amazon link in the uh, description. And if you click through that, we get a kickback. So appreciate the support. And you can actually use it anytime you shop on Amazon. So it'd be awesome if you guys use it. Absolutely. And uh, in the meantime, leave a comment. We want to discuss anything that we talk about here. Last week's show was amazing. I think we had 85,000 views already. Tons of great discussion there. Let's keep it going. 
smash the thumbs up, subscribe to the channel. And most importantly, thanks so much for watching and listening. Talk to you next time. See you next week or in two weeks. <laughs>